part two chapter two of the christian nurse and her mission in the sick room this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by chad horner from ballyclare in county Antrim, northern ireland situated in the northeast of the island of ireland the christian nurse and her mission in the sick room by francois xavier gautrelet translated by john mason neil part two chapter two of the care which should be given to the body the first object of the care which should be given to the patient is the body the relief of which it is necessary as far as possible to procure although the health of the soul is infinitely more precious and more important you must begin by taking care of the body both because suffering oppresses the soul and makes all its efforts much more difficult and because by these means you gain the confidence of the sick person who generally is more touched by the care you take to procure him any bodily relief than by what you do for the benefit of his soul thus one you must fulfil with much exactness the prescriptions of the physician and neglect nothing to procure for the sick person the appointed remedies take care that these remedies are well prepared administered at the right time and served in such a way that he may take them without repugnance you will take care to keep them from spoiling or not to use them if they are spoilt nothing more disgusts a sick person than a want of neatness and nothing does him so much injury as the bad quality of the remedies two you must take care not to exceed the prescription of the physician especially regarding the quantity of the food which they allow the patients and the quality of the drinks appointed by them it is necessary in this respect to use great reserve and sometimes a holy cruelty both during the sickness and also during the time of convalescence to yield to the desires of a poor patient tormented with hunger would be to expose him to great danger and perhaps to contribute to his death you would be guilty in this weakness not only of imprudence but also of sin you must also exercise a wise surveillance over those patients who are susceptible of listening to reason and also over those who come to see him and who may yield to his wishes it is very useful also to settle with the physician the hours of his meals three one of the things which most contributes to the comfort of patients is cleanliness you must therefore as much as possible change the linen ere the room they occupy taking care not to expose them so as to check the perspiration leave nothing standing in the room from the night sweep the floor every day leave nothing there which might taint the air make the bed and if they are able get them up for some time they will rest much better afterwards you must nevertheless use great precaution in this with respect to certain diseases and it is safer to do nothing without the advice of the physician when the illness is serious for it is necessary to use great gentleness and kindness with the sick you must know how to bear or pass over their ill temper and wait for the right time to make those remarks to them about it which ought to be made when your patient calls you you must not keep him waiting if you cannot give him what he wants you must soften the refusal carefully avoid for the interest of his soul and body everything that may make him unhappy impatient or annoyed nothing more effectually increases physical disease than mental troubles five you will give additional price to the services which you render to the sick by accompanying 
them with gentle manners and that kind attention which makes such a strong impression on their hearts you will soften their sufferings by sitting with them and sympathizing with their sorrows and seeking to draw them away from them to console and cheer them these remarks of affection and interest will prepare the way to the spiritual good which you desire to do them and will give you an access to their hearts six in general you must avoid thwarting a sick person even though he be unreasonable or even delirious if it be necessary to use force and constrain to hold the patient in bed you should take precautions to do so without hurting him for example confining his limbs with the sheets in such a way as not to injure them and seeking to calm him by gentleness rather than repressing his efforts by violence seven you should avoid speaking too loudly in the sick room you must speak to the patient himself in a soft voice at least unless it is necessary to do otherwise to make him hear you must also take care to keep him away from rooms that are not too noisy that might interrupt his sleep or disturb him too much cheerfulness in the presence of the sick person who is suffering much would be wrong and almost cruel the room of sorrow is not the best place for high spirits and rejoicing eight you must take care that the patient does not receive too many visits especially when he is most tired and if he is very much exhausted he should not receive any you must be careful that these visits are short and that they do no harm you must be watchful that his friends do not speak about things that would disquiet or irritate him or in too loud a voice nine if the patient be poor you should endeavour to procure him necessary help and if you cannot yourself assist him sufficiently you should apply to those charitable persons from whom you may reasonably expect some alms you should have recourse to those confraternities which would most easily assist you but before all you should inform the priest would that this advice could be given with any prospect of utility in england alms given to the sick poor are well bestowed how efficacious are they to obtain an entrance into their hearts and how easy it is to insinuate those feelings which ought to animate them when you have convinced them by works more than by words that you love them and that you sincerely desire their happiness it is then above all that one can if one may so express it buy souls and buy them cheaply end of part two chapter two